Fans, Driving Double Feature presents 70's Friends of Frankenstein, episode 17. It's a minute-by-minute podcast hosted by me. I'll do, be doing most of the yakking here. I'm Dan, your host. We are covering two 1973 Frankenstein offshoots, Frankenstein 80 from Italy and Blackenstein from the U.S. Uh, let's see, what are, where are we here? We are... Um, and yeah, we're on the 16th minute, uh, 17th minute of both of these. Uh, with uh, Frankenstein 80, I'm watching the German Blu-ray, and we begin 10 seconds in, because there's a little um, there's a little blurb in German about where they get their sources of uh, from, which takes 10 seconds. And so uh, this is basically 16:10 to 17:10, more or less of the Blu-ray, and with uh, Blackenstein, we'll be going from, what is it, 1630 to 1730 of the Severin Blu-ray release, the home video cut, and we'll, if there are any big changes, I caught up last time, finally found my Blu-ray again, I caught up last time with the home video and uh, theatrical differences, if there are any big differences here. I think there may be just a couple line of dialogue difference, but, but not much. So, Let's dive into Frankenstein 80. That guy is on the, the case trying to find out who stole Schwartz's serum because his sister died because of it. And he's about to speak to an orderly named Fritz. Schwartz has authorized me to make an inquiry. I'm Fritz, his special nurse. Yes. Yes, I know. I would like to ask about something that involves the professor. The serum, I mean. Oh, Yes. Poor Professor Schwartz. His whole life's been the serum, now it's been stolen. We informed the police about it yesterday. Well, is there anything you can tell me? In what way can I help you? All right, then. Fritz, could you tell me? Who could be wanting to steal a serum that's only for making transplants? Nobody ought to have been. It had never yet been tested on human beings. I already told the police that. There was one thing peculiar, I thought. Oh? There was this smell, an odor. A smell? I didn't tell this to the police, but maybe it could be useful. Yet, on the other hand, it could be nothing. Let me be the judge of that. I'm trying to help the professor and find out who stole it. For the future of transplant operations. What was the peculiar smell? Well, it's not the most exciting minute. It's just the camera cutting back and forth between the two guys. And, um... There's not the the only new bit of information we get is that uh, well we we knew it hadn't been tested but when he says not tested on humans so presumably I guess Dr Schwartz tested on animals but we we already knew that the serum was Dr Schwartz's lifetime achievement and that it was for organs for um, the transplant of organs we didn't know this guy was named Fritz though so hello Fritz and he was there and he talked to the police and and we get the odor ah the odor. I cut you off. I cut us off maybe a second early because I wanted us to let that odor linger into the next uh, episode. Uh, so you'll find out what that odor is in the next episode. Uh, unless you know what that odor is, then um, uh, actually, if I remember correctly, it makes it's it makes sense. Uh, you know, some of these things in <laughs> these sorts of films don't, um, but it's good that it does. Um, there's not. Um, I mean, the, the thing with the director of this movie is he's not, um, as I said before, he ain't Argento, he ain't Fulci, he ain't Bava, he ain't Sergio Martino, he ain't uh, Diodato, you know. He ain't even the um, uh, that guy who made uh, Giallo in Venice. You know, he's, uh, well, maybe he's close to being that guy who made Giallo in Venice. But it's so, so this is basically a, a fairly boring 
kind of minute. It, it was funny as I was watching the minute. Usually, what I'll do is I um I'll watch it and I'll have the timer going, you know. So I I watch just the minute, and uh, I honestly thought something froze up because uh, it was it was taking so long for this minute to finish. And then the camera is just cut to cut from one guy to the next guy. You talk, you talk, you talk. It's um very basic and very kind of dull conversation kind of kind of thing uh hopefully we'll pick it up again soon maybe it'll be uh, some fun killing or, or some more ball um replacements or something but yeah so so he did and i wonder why he didn't mention it to the police you think that would have but maybe he i don't know maybe he didn't think it was important maybe um yeah it's, it's funny that he's going to mention it to this guy who he doesn't know from adam but he didn't tell the police Especially the way he describes, you know, the serum as being his life's work. You know, and I smelt a, I smelt that clue. And whoever dealt that clue should be in trouble. But it's, it's weird. It's weird he doesn't mention the police. Uh, I guess he doesn't mention the police so we can get a bit of excitement right here. And you all are going to get even more excited because you got to wait till next time to find out what he sniffed. And uh, I wish there was more I could say. On this one, it's always, it's always, it's always funny with sort of like directors and things because... Like, there are plenty of um, people who direct movies and TV shows who just aren't um, very interesting. I mean, uh, yeah, the, the camera may be pointed at the right place, but there's nothing about it that's terribly thrilling. And then you got the directors, say, like your Andy Milligan, who, you know, like um, like during, oh, is this a legacy of horror? You know, there, there are some shots, and that's where he's standing in the hallway trying to get two or three people into a shot. Like, the camera's tilted like we're watching Batman or something like that. And, you know, it's, it's like, where's that come from? Where does that mise-en-scene come from? But, um, yeah, this this is nothing. I mean, the, the, the director is um, not... I don't think either of these directors... I mean, well, William Levy of Blackenstein, he made, he made Hellgate, which had some verve. It had that sort of post-Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2 sort of... And, and you know we're in a certain place and hell opens up and anything any damn thing can happen kind of thing and in skate town usa which is pretty pretty vibrant in the direction things keep moving things keep happening um blackenstein not so much especially the home video version um but yeah the director of um director blackenstein not the most yeah dynamic not the most vibrant of directors and uh, just because you get the job of being a director on a film doesn't mean you're any good at it. Um, I th- I think you well like I, I want to say like like half the Paul Nashy films that he didn't direct. You're co- you constantly when you read stories, it's always like oh this director was horrible and this director was awful and this director did this, and uh, I'll show you how that happens. So I I don't I don't really have anything else to say about this. It's just it's it's exactly what you heard it was. And there's no there's no camera floating around. There's no monsters in the background. It's two guys standing in a boring small hallway talking. Eh, okay. Maybe Blackenstein will pick it up. In that one, um, Dr. Stein is beginning to explain to Eddie, or trying to explain to Eddie, uh, what he can and can't, sort of can't do to help him. Listen to this. There's nothing anybody can do for you. Oh, Eddie, don't throw out the possibilities. Yes, Eddie. Dr. Stein just won the Nobel Peace Prize for solving the DNA genetic code. I don't know, Doctor. Once again, I can offer you no promises other than my good results in the laboratory. I would like very much to work with you and to help you, but you must want to help yourself. If you do, and you're willing to undergo long hours of operative procedure and treatment, 
a surprise. Quite a surprise. Forty seconds, Dan. Forty seconds. We're beginning the home video version. Forty seconds in. Well, maybe like thirty-eight, thirty-nine seconds, but not thirty. Again, I don't know why I keep getting that wrong. I think because I didn't have the um, the disc there for like five or six episodes, and and so I'm a little off. But yeah, this uh, we're starting the home video version, sixteen forty to approximately seventeen forty. It begins with. Eddie more or less saying that no one can help me and the, uh, the car beginning to pull up to the, the Stein uh, place as Cordelia is um, singing that nobody cares. She's only got one song, but it's a great song, all right? And, you know, I, I, can't, I can't say that this, um, up, up until, I do like that little echo they put on the, um, the, uh, the, the doctor's voice there right at the end. What, what is it? What does he say right there? You know, when he says he can help him. I think you'll have quite a surprise, quite a surprise. And then it cuts to the camera looking up at the sky. Beautiful sky. Uh, sun sort of in the middle behind clouds. Trees ringing everything. And um, at a very like wide angle, almost fisheye kind of lens. I'm not... I was never hugely great with telling you what lenses are what. So I, I, I cannot tell you. But it's a wide angle lens, which gives it kind of the... Um, Almost like you know when you like like someone's been drugged and then then it cut and and everything kind of like and, and then it cuts to their point of view as they're stumbling around and sort of like the edges of the frames kind of bend a bit and get a little weird and and this is just basically someone in the middle of the camera in the middle of the camera in the middle of this field which is right next to the house because at the end of the shot we see the Stein uh, mansion and the camera just kind of you know circles around the trees with the sun in the center and then when it it completes its circle we see the statue on the on the um on the sort of pedestal um of the column leading into the the stein house and so it's kind of it's kind of a weird um moment the way you'd be very surprised you're very surprised and then it cuts to that the music is playing a little weird. It kind of starts to play and then goes away and then comes back whereas in the theatrical the theatrical is pretty much the exact same Thing for this minute, more or less, um, and uh, there, there's slightly, slightly at the end. There's a little bit more um, establishing on the house, uh, but just a second more uh, or two more, um, which which actually sort of comes in in sort of the next minute. But um, uh, yeah, the car's pulling up to the house at the end. Presumably, uh, I would guess probably with Eddie, although we have not seen those scenes with the um, the patients in the home video version yet which is so weird to me i i thought those were i thought those were scenes that were sort of in the i've never compared the two films before like i like i said i think when we first started the home video was the version i've watched since the early 90s since the version i owned on vhs for years and the theatrical i had only seen at a double feature at the new beverly um theater in la probably 10 years ago on a double feature with dr black and mr hyde and as I said too, I did not realize that it was shorter. And when it ended, I thought, "Wow, that worked much better on the big screen." And of course, what I you know didn't realize is that it's ten minutes shorter. 
Um, yeah. So this is setting up that, yes, it looks like Eddie is going to submit to some experiments, and he cracked the DNA genetic code. Hooray! Thank you, Dr. Stein. I knew it was someone. I thought it might be him. I recognized the tie. Uh, so, so yeah, we're going to have it, and um, I, I think everything's going to go fine. It's unfortunate when things do go wrong. It's... um. It's it's a weird it's a weird one because we, we're, we're not really into because if if Frankenstein character in Frankenstein eighty is that creepy guy who took the ball and the, the liver or whatever yeah he's and putting together some sort of creepy ass something or other yeah he's um he's unpleasant but Doctor Stein doesn't seem unpleasant to me he seems like he's actually working hard and it's funny because in the home home video version we haven't seen the two patients. He mentions that he has some stuff to do, but we don't see um, what he's doing. We just hear that he won the Nobel Prize. So, that, hey, that, that's pretty good. So, it, it's, it's going to be interesting sort of the way it it, um, it works, because as they go along, both of them will at some point sort of abandon the Frankenstein character and put the focus on the monster, as it were. Um but sort of what the Frankenstein character does to get the monster there is very different in the films. Sometimes I wish I could just sit and talk about these things all at once. And, and I did, didn't I, in the um, Dance Driving Double Feature? Didn't I do an episode on Frankenstein and Frankenstein 80? If you want to hear, go go to, to the feed, and you'll find a long time ago, you'll find Dance Driving Double Feature episode 3 or 5 or 6 or something like that. And I cover these two films, but I cover them in an hour. So you get everything. Because I do want to hop ahead, but I don't want to hop ahead, if you know what I mean. But I do like the, the weird wide-angle shot of the sky and the, and the slowly turning camera with the music playing. Nobody cares, but, but clearly we've just seen a scene where somebody does care. So maybe, that, maybe they should have asked her for a second song where somebody cares, somebody shared... Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, so that that's. I'll just stop there with with um with this. So um, uh, we're about to learn about an odor in Frankenstein eighty, and I think Eddie is arriving at the um, at the at the Frankenstein uh, Stein mansion. Don't don't quote me on that though. Listen to this. Mm-hmm. 